Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing. And it is my absolute pleasure to be your host for today's episode. Today, we are going to cover something that at one point in my life and a little bit still is today, was one of my favorite things that I studied. I had this burning ambition to master communication, partially because intuitively I just knew that all of the things that I had heard over the years about communication just were wrong. For one, (laughs) if you were to look and go through all of my relationships, there were a lot of problems that I had traced back to communication issues. My partner seeing me the wrong way, trying to express and communicate who I am and who I am to them in the relationship and it not going very well (laughs) and so on all these different areas of my life, I started to see the value of the idea. What if I aspired to be one of the world's greatest communicators? What would that open up in my life? And what it opened up in all those years of study, all of those years of sitting down and having long question sessions and conversations with source, checking and studying myself, studying people, studying how things went. And I was able to accomplish a lot in those years. And then as my intuition reached the levels I've talked about before, I was able to start to actually see how things on a science level were actually working with communication. And that was the absolute game changer. I think some of it started with thinking back there there was this thing that started making its way around and i think it was something like 93% of all human communication is nonverbal and that just lit me on fire because i knew there was so much more than what my words were able to communicate and that's if you've got <laughs> the right words you see In the spiritual world, in the world of channeling and all of that amazing stuff, one of the things as you start to talk to source and you talk to other, hopefully, very high-frequency beings, you can talk to any being out there, and that's not exactly advisable, but when you do start to talk to ascended masters and beings from the sixth and seventh realm, one of the things that you will find yourself one day is that they are always saying it's really hard to explain it to you humans and the reason that was is because the human language is so limited in comparison to the things you can see and i've had experiences with this over the years where i have seen things i have essentially looked into the different realms and pulling information and communicating with other just, it's an understatement to say amazing beings. (laughs) 
But in communicating with them, I did. I started to see things that when I had to explain it, say, in a class or teaching healers to do energy work and things, the things that I had been seeing all along, I'd never heard of on a human plane before. It was never explained to me. There wasn't, an, I wish there was, there wasn't another healer out there saying, this is how the whole system works. This is where energy works. This is where this area, body of energy comes from. And these are the different places in the different realms you can go to get help with healings. And then sure enough, having students who are, who are going, well, what's the place look like? How do I know when I'm there? And then having to articulate the things I was seeing was just, it felt impossible. And I felt what a lot of the greats, and I mean, those from the seventh realm were constantly trying to impart to us is that the human language, the spoken language is very, very limiting. Now, based on that, everything I'd known, everything I had felt, this idea that humans weren't even scratching the surface of communication could not have been more true. So I want to share some of the things that we teach in our mastery courses at Guided Light Healing. And I have another one of my focuses when I was a bit younger was to gain 10,000 hours mastery in communication to also reach my communication potentials. So I have a lot that I want to share with you guys today. And a lot of it is the intuitive science of what really is. And then also talking to source and having source say, this is real communication. This is, this isn't. And to explain why certain things don't work in our lives. Now, what's the benefit of this? Well, first, for starters, for any of you entrepreneurs out there, communication is always lost. People don't fully understand your idea. And even worse, a lot of people will reject your ideas because you're not able to communicate it in a way that sparks interest for them. Now, just because it doesn't spark interest for them doesn't mean you can't get it to spark interest for them. And this is the level of communication I'm talking about, to be able to take any person out there and to be able to know exactly and basically instantaneously how to communicate with them in a way that their highest values, they're going to align with yours and it will be a match made in heaven <laughs> because you created it. And this is something that I had no clue over the years was even a possibility. I also, over the years, I ran into so many problems where I would explain something to somebody and I'd studied how to explain it. And then I would immediately get pushback. And that principle of explaining something perfectly and a person either not resonating with it, not getting it, all of the things that happened to us. These were problems I wanted to correct and I found ways to do it. And we have been teaching this stuff for years at Guided Light Healing and relationships 
have gone by about seven times better than what they were before the communication skill sets. Understanding the scientific, spiritual, energetic rules and laws of communication and how our creator fields and the rest of the fields come into play with communication has been a game changer in the guided light healing community. And now it's time to share this with you guys, because here's the thing. You guys have heard me say this a lot, especially in 2024. You guys are the ones who are going to shift the planet. Part of being able to shift the planet is being able to communicate the why, the how, why it's good to them and fill in the pieces for them that they don't understand. Communication is one of the most important things that we have. So I kind of want to start out today with one, the science of communication, what we have essentially been able to uncover with the type of intuition we have at Guided Light Healing, what we have uncovered talking to Source, and it is going to change everything because the things that we focus on for communication, they don't work and they pale in comparison in comparison to the things that we are going to talk about today, the science of how communication works. So with all that being said, let's start with, and we can only get so far into this in an hour, but I want to start with sort of some of the components of communication that you guys definitely do not know are there. And I didn't know they were there. And this was a course of study, a course of mastery that I, for many, many years, had my sights set on. So first, we're going to start out with, we've talked a lot about the greater fields over the whole course of the year of this podcast. It is something that constantly comes up, and it is something that controls every single element of your physical universe. So it's kind of important. Now, we were blessed with these incredible voices, and there are all different ranges. There are qualities. I mean, they are these remarkable things. But you are going to find, if you haven't already found, that the human language is very limited. We sometimes have emotions that we can't put words to. These are the types of things I'm talking about. And when you guys start to see envisions or actually are able to travel to different places that humans haven't talked about yet, you are not going to have the words to describe them. And being able to communicate that stuff is really important. And it is definitely what humanity needs. Now, also, being able to get people on board with your communication is a must. So what that means is just having the right words to say isn't going to move people much. And I want to talk about that as well, the why. So with our creator fields, and there are all these different forces, there are all these different things that are being projected and that are essentially manhandling matter all around us. Well, it's kind of similar in com communication. So the science. If we break down 
how we comprehend and what we favor, what we listen to in communication. This was the shocking piece. 6.6% of what we say is actually taken in. So I, years ago before starting this whole thing, and most people would have probably agreed with maybe 85% of what you say is what matters, having the right words, describing things properly, and that would account for 80, 85% of the communication. But to find out that it's about 6.6 of what we actually take in and understand of people, that is insane. Now, for those of you out there who are really smart, you might be saying, well, there's, there is the body language and things like that. Sure, I'll give, I'll give you that. Yes, that is a bit of communication. And that is something we do teach at Guided Light Healing. We teach all elements of the communication. But I want to essentially pour through a few of these right now just so you can get an idea of we have been so underprepared <laughs> on how to talk to people. And this is why over the years I had so many disagreements in my romantic relationships and maybe even with friends. I was pretty easy going with friends and I still am if I have any friends left, but <laughs> that's another topic. So communication, it's literally about 6.6% of what we say actually matters. Meaning, let me rephrase that. Our vocal communication only affects the, the person we're talking to. They're, they're getting on board by 6.6% in our words. So in communication, what is going on here? Well, one of the first things that we need to know is that our emotions are very, very influential. We've talked about this to, with regard to other topics. We've talked about how emotional rooting and a person sitting right next to you. So if you are more emotionally rooted than the person next to you, you typically are going to affect their emotions by about 62, 63%. So what that means is if you're excited about something and you're really rooted to it and they're kind of neutral or maybe even slightly negative, you can actually shift them by 60 plus percent to be excited about something. Now. This is useful in communication though, right? Because maybe you have an idea that you are excited about. And if we leave out the emotional component, the, the science influence that we have of emotions and we leave that out of communication, well, this might be one of the real problems. I know in my past when I've been scared about something or insecure about something, and then I had to go in a position of defending it or standing by it, that emotion wasn't helping me because if I was really, really rooted to the subject, to the idea, whatever I wanted to get across, guess what? That person was starting to be influenced with that similar emotion. It's pretty wild. 
Then we've got, so another part of communication, which you guys are familiar with, is the body language part of communication. There's really interesting things where if your face is doing certain expressions that you're unaware of, that is affecting how we read the communication. So I could be very, very certain about what I'm talking about. But if I continue to touch my face the whole time and maybe I'm a little itchy because that's what happens when I get excited. Not really, but just saying it does happen to certain people or I'm rubbing my neck. One of the things that's going to come across is I am going to be read is sort of not really an authority. Like I'm shifty and shaky and unsettled with the information that I'm giving them. So there's the body language component, which some people have heard about. And if you've studied communication a little bit, it's helpful. But there are these other elements that are just mind-blowing elements. So for example, one of the things of communication is this whole, we talked about the law of soul balance. And one of the more specific laws in that category is the law of reflections. Now, law of reflections has all these different categories, uh, these explanations of it. So one of the laws is the law of the inside out voice. So what also is going into communication then, this law of the inside out voice is I'm trying to communicate to somebody and maybe I'm trying to pitch a new idea. Maybe I'm trying to pitch a new idea to my partner in a relationship of going, oh, we should start doing this activity. Or maybe I'm trying to pitch a business idea to somebody. Maybe I'm working with on getting an investor. And before I come to get to this negotiation, I'm analyzing every aspect of my business plan, of my idea that I'm trying to pitch, maybe in my relationship. As I am doing that, what is typically happening is we, we come across certain points that we go, well, that's not going to come up. I don't need to address that. I don't need to work on that. I don't need to take care of that. And then after we finish kind of looking at all the avenues and most typically the things that could go wrong or the things that we're not sure of, we, we put together a way of talking about that sounds very confident. Well, funny enough, this law of the inside out voice, what happens when we approach our communication is this person is going to, and this is going to drive you crazy, they are going to say the one phrase word for word that you were echoing and spinning over in your brain prior to getting everything together, everything polished, everything perfect to present. the first words out of their mouth are going to be that exact thing, that exact problem that you hadn't solved. So part of that comes from emotional, but other parts of that come from other broadcasts. So as we are communicating with somebody else, we have a thought field and that plays a part of communication. So I might be saying the right things, but thinking about something else, that person 
and this will blow you away. They have an ability. Now, they may not know they're doing this or they may not be able to clarify where it's coming from, but they have an ability, and this might scare you a tiny bit. It always scares other people. They can hear 98% clarity of what you are thinking of. So the exact stream of thoughts that are going through your head, they have access to them. Now, here's the cool thing about that. Nobody is trained on, well, except for our intuitives, it got a light healing, but nobody is trained to essentially lay out the streams of ideas and thoughts coming in the head and to essentially trace them out and going, okay, these thoughts are coming from my mother. These thoughts are coming from my coworker. These thoughts are coming from you. Um, People don't typically ever even think about doing that, but that is something that we can do. So again, this is something that is very, very helpful in communication and knowing that if you need to get behind something, you have to focus your brain on the thoughts, on specific thoughts. So if I'm talking about a topic of, let's say healing, okay, the thoughts in my head, if I'm going to effectively communicate and get somebody on board, the thoughts that I'm thinking in my brain should be going to either past memories of my stuff working or thoughts of the processes and how great they are. You see, if I don't do that, most people don't. They don't fully prepare for communication in this way. And I'm going to talk about this in a second in another way. But this idea of we have this ability to talk and then think about other things, get distracted, or just we don't prepare to make sure our thoughts are in alignment with our words. And this is one of the problems that you guys are going to notice in conversations, that when you are communicating with somebody else, you're going to be getting these wild, crazy, weird thoughts, or you're not even focused on projecting your thoughts into somebody else's head. This can have a 28% influence over somebody else's thoughts if you do this right. Crazy, right? (laughs) So there's that element. There's the inside out voice that is going to come out. So the things you spin over, there are the elements of what you're focusing on. They are going to have those same thoughts in their brain. And depending on what you're saying and all the other things you're doing, they are either going to catch and focus on those same things and be on your side or not. And then there is this other part of communication that people just neglect. It is the part of communication that is the what do I get out of this? Okay. (laughs) Now you guys have heard me talk about this before. You guys have heard me say that humans are deep down at our cores, very selfish. (laughs) And every situation you are in, if you are in that situation, it means you feel there is a big need of yours that that situation is meeting. If you don't, you're not going to be there. Trust me on this. We can speak about this at length. This is source verified and it is a great system. So 
human beings will call it selfish, but it is something else altogether. It is a very high frequency idea that humans have made very, very low frequency. So we, when we communicate, we think in terms of I, our egos, they're so wonderful. So I want to get this out of this conversation. When we meet somebody new, they get about three sentences out and then it turns into I and they also are thinking about their I. So we don't consider this in communication. So the need to have a need met. One of the parts of really good communication is doing two things. It's one, it's identifying what that person's I, what they need to get out of the situation. And there are many different levels of it. There may be an immediate need. There may be an overall life goal need. And we talk about all of these in our programs, but it's so funny. We never, ever even consider this. I was just teaching a program the other day and it, it really is still surprising today that when people do things they don't have goals in mind. We are running around <laughs> on autopilot all the time. And, and I ask, I, I play this game all the time. Well, why'd you do it? Well, because, no, no, no. Why did you do it? Well, I did it because of this. No, that's not your reason for doing it. What do you mean that's not my reason for doing it? It totally is. Well, and I'll throw out something and they'll go, oh, you're right. There is something under that. And I'll make them dig deeper and dig deeper. And then they find out, wow, I did this because I was lonely. I did this because I was feeling insecure and people are blown away. So a major, major part of good communication is being able to identify yours and their I. Now, another great part of communication that I didn't know for years, this is something you guys will notice probably in the dating world. And it's something that we naturally do, I would say within the first month or so of dating, maybe the first three months if you're really lucky. And that's when things are awesome and exhilarating and my favorite. favorite. This is the point in place when they are on our side and we are on their side. This on our side thing comes down to nothing more than you know their I, what they want, and you know your I. And what you've done is you have used your amazing brain, probably your intuition, and you've found a way to fit your, we get this out of it. And we, we put them together. And then every idea, they're excited and we're excited. And this is a part about communication. So for me, years ago in my relationships, I didn't look at things that way. I looked at things my way, but I didn't really consider from my partner what was in it for them. And then I didn't figure out how we could be on the same team and we could both win. And this is a big mistake we, we make in communication all over the place. Now, this in itself, without all of the, the structure and the understanding of it, it's kind of difficult, but I would also say that all of, uh, all of you guys out there have this amazing chance to be good at this because I see people do it all the time. I see people do it on dates. Now, one of the things that, that 
are needed to achieve this is undivided attention. We've got these, I like to call them spidey senses, that if we give something our undivided attention, and I hate to break it to you, if your phone is in your hand, if you can feel it on your body or on the table, you're definitely not going to have that undivided attention. You'll get about 43% of the abilities if you make that thing disappear. Now, a good way to make it disappear, turn it off, power that thing off, and you're going to find out it opens up all of this brain processing power. And the want to connect, and they're having the same want to connect, and this is kind of where in the beginning we kind of fit together. You will catch things. You'll catch words. You'll catch the emphasis of what they're saying, and you will find how to link your eyes together and get on common ground and build ideas together. You see, too often in communication, it's, it's all about us. We don't figure out how to make it our idea. We don't figure out how to sort of play this tennis match of serving, getting the ball across the net, and then waiting and anticipating the return and then making our move then. A lot of times what we do is we got a plan for the plan for the plan for the plan. It's funny, right? Because I was just saying how we don't plan anything. We don't have any goals for anything. But in conversations, we've got it all planned out. Like there is no listening to the other person. It is we, we, we've got our whole argument. We've got our whole conversation ready to go. And as they're talking, we are not listening. But the superpower, this superpower, it comes out on those early dates. And if you had the ability to either rewind those situations, you'll go, oh yeah, that's right. I was totally doing that. Or if you have the ability to watch yourself, this is a part of amazing communication. Now, another part of communication that people don't realize about is the, the experience, the experience of what you're talking about. So we go through this a lot with our teachers at Guided Light Healing, where they will hear something, just like you guys will hear things in these podcasts. Now, the things at Guided Light Healing are way more complex. There are a lot more moving parts, but everything you're going to heal here at Guided Light Healing is of the highest truth. It's of the highest purity because we have a sifting process that we go through and it's a little crazy is how most people see this, but literally we will go through and we will figure out every right word to an idea or to a concept. And if a word is like 95% right, it's got to go and we got to find 100% right. And we do this, we go through this whole process and what comes out of that is just the purest information. And that is how this information was born, was every time we would find something that was really good and then we would measure it and we go, okay, so this is really good, but this is like 88%. How do we get this to a 98%? And this is how we tooled a lot of the information. So. Anyway, our students and our clients at Guided Light Healing, they always feel the information. They fear, they, they fear, 
you should be very afraid. They feel the purity in the rightness of the information. They can feel the truth in it. So here's what happens. They hear a concept, say a concept like, oh, let's go with reflections. This is the big thing right now, especially with our reflections mastery course running. This is the big topic. It's been since about November, December, talked about this a bit. So they take a concept of reflections and they hear the science of it and they get some great examples and they even get walked through it. They even go through solving reflections and they go, this is amazing. It's all real time. And this is going to be the important piece. This is a huge part of communication that people leave out. So they hear the ideas and they even remember how it was said to them and they want to parrot it back. They have this excitement of, I finally found the truth and I wanna share this. And also in sharing this with you, I am going to have a better grasp of the truth. Here is the mistake. In communication, we tend to share things that we don't have rooting to. So, Alessandro, what is rooting? Rooting is experience. Okay, so we have to take the information we heard and we have to put it into our bodies. We have to put it into action and we have to fail and we have to succeed with that information. We have to see when it works and when it doesn't work. And then we have to go through in real time when we're experiencing this. And this is, again, one of the missing parts of communication for people is they don't go through their past and find situations where they didn't know they were doing it, but they did it and they succeeded and they've got memories of the tool working when it was in their life. And then in my case, you have a lot of memories of when the conversations went really bad when you didn't have the tool and you tried everything under the sun besides that tool and nothing worked. And then you've got those experiences. So what starts to happen, and this is something we don't typically do in communication. Now, it's something you can learn to do is you don't share until you've got the working practices of fails, of wins, and then the proof in your past, the, the stories that go and link to this. This is called rooted communication. And truth be told, everything that comes out of our mouth, we are excited about typically, unless we're yelling at somebody and we're still passionate about that. <laughs> and then still, same thing, we need to be rooted to that. So this whole thing with communication, this is something that will come across to the other person is truthful or as a, a concept, idea, or a story with many holes in it. So another part of the communication is it's written in our creator field, but this part in particular that I just described, this is actually written in our aura. So our aura is a part of the creator field. It is a part of our energetic body. Now in the layer, it, the aura has layers. Now, there are layers one all the way up through seven, and each layer has a different use. It has a different function. 
in particular with communication and people don't realize this and they don't set up their auras properly for communication. Layers six and layers seven are things like intent, your how you want to be seen by the world and all these other things. You can detect truth. You can detect a person who is trying really hard in their life but not succeeding. You can see their self-image in the aura. All of these things are important. So let's go back to I'm in a conversation where I'm talking to a professional and I want them to see me as a professional. Well, if it's written in my aura that I feel like I'm out of my league and I feel like I don't know anything about this, it it is very, very specific what gets written in our aura, the how. We'll talk about that later. I just want you to understand this is written in the aura and people are very good at detecting this. This, again, it becomes like a truth detector. And when people are saying, I'm really passionate about this, and then at the same time, we're being influenced by, during the conversation, by their aura. And let's say the aura is a, is, has a 43% weight on the truth of their words. So if it's written in the aura that, yeah, I believe this thing that I'm saying right now, I, I believe I'm very, very successful. And I'm saying this has made me successful. We as humans, we interpret that as, oh yeah, that's truth. And I can feel it. I know it. There's just something about this person. I feel like they've got it. So we don't ever set our auras up properly. And this is something that, again, we teach our teachers to do. This is something we teach in our Relationship Master series. Because if you <laughs> do not match up in a relationship, your or and your wants do not match your <laughs> what you're communicating to somebody, they are going to eat you alive. So communication is almost not at all in the words we say. Now, a, another part of communication, and this is in the words, it's the type of words that we use. So our vocabulary, the passion we have in our words, that also helps with communication. Now, as far as our creator fields go, what also comes up in communication a lot that people don't realize, and this is, again, more of the science of communication, is we talked about the law of the internal voice externalized. Well, we've also got this law of imbalances. So let's say you guys have heard me say similar things before, but let's say I'm struggling with being really critical in my life. Now, let's say it is not with regard to this project I'm putting together that, again, I want people to buy into, people to invest in. I'm not being critical there, but in another area of my life, I'm being super critical. Maybe it's over my physical body. Let's say, may or may not have gotten a little older and my body may or may not be where it was and I may or may not, a lot of may or may nots, may or may not be focusing on this daily. So here's the thing. I maybe 
am every time I pass a reflection finding 10, 15 things that have gone downhill that I don't like. All of these things, they make me feel not good about myself. And I feel not good about myself because I'm being hypercritical of myself. I am singling out the tiniest little problems and I'm making them into huge issues. So here's the thing. Now, having this in my life, this is a massive part of communication. This has got a 94% control over how the communication goes. Scary, right? What this essentially means is that if I am in this imbalanced place and I'm, I have this huge goal, I want them to love this idea and I'm being super critical and I'm imbalanced this way and I go into the conversation with this imbalance, this is an awesome trick I'll share with this. I'll show you guys this in a second. But I go into the conversation not having righted this balance in the negative, this person is going to embody being hypercritical of everything I say. Yeah, that's not going to go well for this pitch, this idea, or <laughs> this date, whatever it is, it is not going to play well. So this is a principle that we teach. Reflections give you all the control in the world. And if you set up your reflections properly, you can actually dictate exactly how the interaction is going to go. Okay, now here is how Alessandro may or may not be using his powers for good. I am. But (laughs) one of the things I will do, and there are a lot of components to this, but again, I want to show you guys I'm using this in kind of a comical way, but to me, it's very, it's very, very important. You like the whole lead up to this. I, before I get on the phone with any customer service agent, before I walk into a store to deal with a salesperson, before any of that, what I do is I will go through and I will look at all my relevant imbalances in my life. So basically, I will look at, all right, what do I want to achieve here? Okay, now I don't go, hmm, I wonder if I have any imbalances. No, I have learned my lesson on that. It is, let's see how many imbalances with the law of soul balance that I have going on right now that are active, that are pumping, that are broadcasting, that is going to get in the way of what I want to accomplish in this communication. And I will go through using the processes we have at Guided Light Healing that are fast. And it may seem like a lot of work, but I'll tell you is you do this, it all becomes effortless. All of it, and not only effortless, but fun because now people are getting on your side. They love what you have to say. You are getting all the things you want. So going back to my customer service situation, something breaks or I want somebody to help me get a discount on something. (laughs) 
I am going in and I'm making sure that this heavily influential part of communication, this law of soul balance, reflections in this specific case, I'm making sure I don't have any that are going to override this communication, that are going to override the things they say, that are going to override their actions and override how they treat me. Now, because I am being critical, like I said, in this one area or maybe three areas, they are hypercritical of what I'm saying and it just, it goes nowhere. It, it gets shot down. I get devastated. I lose control of my emotions. So now they're overriding with this is a dumb idea. I can't stay rooted in that. So I lose the emotional battle. My thoughts, my thoughts start to spin. They pick up on my thoughts. And in this case, it doesn't work to my benefit. They don't go, oh, these thoughts are mine, meaning theirs. So if Jamie was yelling at me, Jamie wouldn't go, oh, these thoughts I'm having right now, these are Jamie's thoughts. She's going to go, nope, these are definitely coming from you. You don't even believe or you're whatever it is. And then that's making and overriding my, my aura, my creator field, all of these things. And it becomes this lost cause. So you've got the emotion field. You've got the action field. Actions, your actions, your delivery of things, they are monumentally influential. You see, part of the reason actions are so important, and this isn't body language, this is actions, this is delivery. This is really important because we've talked about this in other podcasts. Our brains, some of the most important centers of the brain that are running, they have over 30% of these things called mirror neurons. And what that essentially means during communication, they've done these amazing, amazing studies where they will take a speaker telling a story and they will take an audience. And what they will do is they'll hook up all these electrodes to the brain and they'll measure the speaker and the audience. And as the speaker starts the story, it becomes indistinguishable, indistinguishable, the difference between the speaker's brain and the audience's brain. So what are you saying? What I'm saying is the exact same parts of the brain are lighting up as the speaker and as the audience, which means the audience is, has LinkedIn and they are experiencing the story as the speaker is talking about it. The audience now feels it's theirs. So you've got this, this whole, this mirror neuron thing that is going, and then that is triggering this, it's mine because the wonderful ego, and you are also dealing with that in conversation. So these are some of the key points that I wanted you guys to start to become aware of. So we've got the action field, which directly affects the mirror neurons. That's what we just talked about. And as you experience and talk about something, they will feel it's their own. And this can work for you or against you in a lot of ways. Now, we also have other forms of communication that are happening. We have essentially 
if we were in a heavy space, okay, so this is another thing we don't consider with communication. Let's say we are in, let's say we're in a UFC match and we're wanting to have a conversation with somebody. The energy in that match may be attack, 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 attack. And because of that environment, that environment is heavily influential on our mirror neurons and different parts of our brain. So that is also going to influence how the communication goes. So environment plays a huge role in communication and it's because of the broadcasts coming from the environment. And then there is the energy intensity of which our light and cells are moving in our body are also going to heavily affect theirs. So this is sort of this communication energy matching thing. An example of that, at least in my household, right, where I may have just woken up and then I may or may not have a partner who wakes up with a smile on their face and, and is borderline doing jumping jacks, just getting up. I'm so happy to be awake today. And I'm going, kill me. <laughs> that is an example of my partner's energy being, we'll say moving at 100 miles an hour in a very, very positive way, something I absolutely love but my energy is moving at about 20 miles an hour. And this becomes a mismatch. This becomes very off-putting in conversation. So same thing happens when we go into a conversation, we don't take into account where is the frequency, where is the speed of their energy moving, and we don't match that. You see, if we match their energy and then we crank it up, they will follow us. But most of the time in communication, if we don't match the energy of the person, it becomes off-putting almost right away. And again, more communication mismatches and deal breakers and all of these things. So I, my goal today was for you guys to understand the idea that got me inspired years ago to pursue a mastery in communication. And it was that idea that, that what we say and what people understand is only 7% of communication. And, and that in a lot of ways was really close, but they didn't understand the creator field. They didn't understand the spiritual, energetic, scientific laws. There is another part about communication, another law at play. There are a bunch of laws that we'll get into later on. But for example, the law of opposing forces. So what this essentially means is what they put energy and force into will throw you into the opposite place to take the opposite side. So communication is so very complex. It comes very, very natural to us. But if we don't master each of the individual components, let's say I do really good and I get the stories and everything else, but my brain is focused on problems somewhere else in my life. The person who is picking up all my thoughts in that communication is going to think there are flaws and problems in my idea because I haven't focused my brain because I'm multitasking or whatever I'm doing. So 
My point with this is, is we are all communicating wrong. But what I can tell you is when you start communicating the right way, it is like the world is your number one best friend and greatest fan. Mastering communication, you can do anything. You can change a person's life right then and there every single time. But we have to understand how it works. Too many times we see a car we've never driven before. We're like, give me the keys I want to drive. And then it doesn't work. It, 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 <laughs> we can't even get the car started if we've never really seen it done before. And it's the same thing with communication. There are a lot of components that I want you guys to be aware of. And the reason being today is I want you to go, wow. Looking back at my past, all of the moments, all of the things in my life I wanted to work out, all of the things where I wanted people to be on my side, nobody ever taught me all these things. So can I be mad at myself for anything that didn't go well? Can I beat myself up for any of it? Sure, you can beat yourself up, but you can't know what you didn't know. And all of these things that I brought up today, knowing it, is being able to talk hours about each little piece of that. That's what knowing is. I mean, true knowing, true mastery is being able to talk a week about each one of the elements that I brought up today in this podcast. So where I'm bringing this is, I'm bringing this up not so that you're devastated, but so you guys can, two things. One, I want you guys to start letting yourself off the hook for all of the things in the past that have not worked out. Most people's communication skills are about a 16, 17%. So what that means is if you can't talk a few hours about each of the things with right information, not opinions, <laughs> about each of the things we talked today, then you are closer and closer to that 16, 17% place. Now, Here's something to chew on. Let's say you get your communication skill level into the 80s, 90s, and you're dealing with a person with a 22 or 24% communication skills. Can you connect? Can you make this work? The answer is yes. You see, every area of our life is based on communication. It's based on connection. It's based on getting people essentially on our side and making them feel like we are on their side. If you accomplish this, you can accomplish anything in that interaction. And this is where life becomes amazing. I remember having elements of this in the years that I was studying this and some profound moments where I was with a partner or a friend and these types of communication just happened, not coincidentally, but they happened in this way. I never felt more loved and more gotten in my life in those moments when all of these elements were right. And that was what inspired me to go, what are all the elements of communication? Let me learn how to affect those variables, to change those variables, to align all those variables and I want to make people feel gotten and loved the way I did. And as I do that for others, 
they reciprocate this again because of the mirror neurons and everything else. It is amazing. So you have just scratched the surface of how amazing relationships can be in your life. And whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's work colleagues or success, communication is at the heart of it all. And none of us have been taught to do it right because the technology and the teachings did not exist. So we are winging it at communication, but now it's time to start to learn the components because you master this, you guys out there are going to be able to change the life of every single person you come in contact, which means you guys are going to be reciprocated with wealth and admiration and all the other things that feel great in changing lives. Not that that is what you're doing it for, but this world is amazing. It is very, very easy to tap into this heaven on earth state. And one of the ways that you can actually do that is by learning how real communication works, by learning all of the components that affect and make up real communication. So if you guys right now are a little worried, this seems so complex, it seems overwhelming. The way we have broken down and the way we teach this at Guided Light Healing, you are going to make leaps and bounds every time you get this information. It's not hard. It's not complicated. It comes very natural to us because it's how we're built. And the second we are consciously aware of something, we can start to use it. And it, it would be like finding out that thinking you only had a hand on your body and that's all you were using. And then you become consciously aware of an arm and another arm. And it just comes natural to us. But if we can't see it, we don't know it's there. We won't utilize it. We, we just don't naturally do this if we don't know it's there. But the second you know it's there, you know how it works, you know the science of it, and you put it all together, your world is going to open in ways that you can't even imagine right now. So anyway, this was, I know it was a lot. I know there was a lot of different components to this, but my goal for today was to get you to understand how we are not prepared to be amazing communicators. But if you learn about each of the individual components of communication, what the science is and what the facts of them are, you can do anything you want with your life. I promise you that. Okay, so homework for this week. I want you guys to go through and I want you guys to start to review your life and I want you to see if any of the components, the parts of communication that I mentioned, I want you to see if you have examples of when you know you had it and when you know you didn't have it in your life. This is going to start that rooting process I talked about. This is going to start the foundation and it's going to get your actions, your brain, everything in alignment that when you actually get the specific tools and how they work, 
you guys are going to take to this so very fast. And I know you guys are going to have the incredible <laughs> aha moments that I did going through this. So anyway, I want to leave you with this for this week. This was a really fun episode. This is meant to empower you. This is meant to make you excited. If you get excited about communication and you want to learn everything you can about it and you practice and play with it, you are going to move so fast through this and it is going to open up all of these doors in your life that I promise you were closed because you weren't taught the right way to communicate. And we weren't taught what is real communication. So with that being said, I hope you guys love today. I hope you guys are all fired up. I know years ago when I got bits and pieces of this, I became a dog with a bone. I couldn't drop it. I couldn't let it go. And I can tell you all these years later, that it is one of my favorite things. It, it is a superpower that I bring to interactions with people. And I want each and every one of you to experience this. And it's something that you guys can do in a very short amount of time. If you have the right understanding, knowledge of the spiritual, energetic, scientific laws at play, and just you play with it, you embody this in your actions and it will change your life and it will change the lives that you came here to change. So with that being said, if you guys have questions on this, you guys want to take this to the next level. If you guys are going, I need some of that communication, <laughs> reach out to us at info at guidedlighthealing.com. And also, we are here working to as quick as possible to bring up the frequency of the planet. You guys are a huge part of that. One, by coming here and listening and going out and changing lives. The other part of this is you guys have the knowing of how truthful and how right on this information is. And you have the ability to help us grow this, to help reach more lives and to shift this world faster than what it's shifting now. So if you think about it, when somebody asks you, how's your week going? What's been good? Think about mentioning this show. Think about mentioning for them an episode, just the title, an episode. Well, you know, I've been listening to this show. It's changed my life. There's this one episode in particular, I think you'd really resonate with it. You should check it out. And that's it. Don't say anymore. Oh, what's it about? This and that. Eh, I don't want to tell you too much. Just go check this out. Anything you can do to help us reach more lives, we will change this world so fast with your help. So with that being said, we'll be back <laughs> regardless of what happens in the world. We have the means to push through. So this will, throughout the whole year, this will be a source of getting you guys through whatever comes up. So we will be back in a week with another episode. I want to thank you guys for your dedication. Thank you guys for your stories. And thank you guys for the people that you have shared this to. It has been an amazing, amazing 
process to be a part of. I am grateful every day for this. So have fun with this information this week. If you guys are ready to step it up to the next levels, if you want more information, reach out to us. We'll get you there, especially with our amazing free programs. So with that being said, we'll be back next week. You guys have a beautiful rest of your day, evening, or night. My name is Alessandro. I'm the founder of Guided Light Healing. And this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care.